What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens played the clock and spilled? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from patrons William and Sean. Hi, I'm Will. Hi, I'm Sean. We're from Australia, and we like Pokemon! And we ask, what if Fred the dog had a Pokemon? Thank you, and goodbye. Oh, Fred's going to get a pet today. That's awesome. And we're going to add one write-in question from a listener named Rhea. Rhea's eight years old, and she likes books, and she wrote us all the way from Singapore. And she asks, what if a dragon crashed a party at your school? Oh, we've got a lot of fun stuff to play around with, so I want to get right to, right to your shout-outs. To Abby, who's seven years old. Oh, yes, and to Abby's little sister, Alice, who's four years old. Thank you for reminding me, Abacus and Fred. We've got to shout out Abby and Alice. Oh, no, but there's one more to Davin. Davin loves me for the dog and my long tongue. And he loves listening to sirens. But not like the sirens that go on the islands. More like the sirens that go Well, thank you for being so specific, Fred and Davin. And thanks to Abby and Alice as well. Now let's find out what if Fred the dog got a Pokemon, and what if a dragon crashed a party at your school. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Calling all kids in the car, Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. 
The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Fred the Dog, we're ready to hear your demands. Just release your hostages from the observatorium. Alabaster Zero was speaking through a megaphone to Fred the Dog, who was trapped inside the school, along with everyone else who had attended the holiday party. The bastards are hostages. We're stuck in here. Whatever you say, Fred. I just like sounding cool and official on this mega horn. I think it's called a bull horn. I've seen a bull's horn, and it doesn't look anything like this. Now please release your hugstages. Wait, are you saying hostages or hugstages? So you admit you're holding your hugstages hostage? No, I don't do listen. Well, isn't this your dragon that crashed this party and is now hugging the entire school? Okay, well, it's sort of a long story. Can I explain it in a flashback? Can he explain it in a flashback? I guess so. That's more up to Mr. Eric, I, I suppose. Oh, I'd like to hear a flashback story. It's like traveling in time. Okay, yeah, me too. Me, me too. Okay, we, we want to hear the story in a flashback. Yeah, I know. You you didn't take your finger off the bullhorn button. There should be like a bull phone manual. No, it's not a bull phone or a mega horn. It's a mega phone or a bull... You, you know, I forget it. I'm just going to tell the story. Okay, yeah, tell the story, please. What? No, where's the, where's the button? You got to press the button. I'll find it. The button is literally right under your index finger. Like I'm supposed to know what finger that is. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm just gonna go into the flashback now. It all started a few minutes ago at the observatorium's holiday school party. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the observatorium's holiday school party. It was Abacus P. Grumbler, the head professor of the observatorium. I'm Abacus P. Grumbler, the head professor of the observatorium. And he didn't have to repeat everything that the narrator says. And he didn't have to repeat everything. Yes, I get it now. Somehow, despite the fact that I'm president of What If World, I got stuck chaperoning this school party. Uh, Thanks, Fred, for coming to our party, said little Zach. You're like the coolest dog at this party, said Zizi, and it was true. So I told her so. You know what, Zizi? I said, you're absolutely right. I am the coolest dog at this party. Not because I'm president, but because I got a brand new snokeball for Mr. Eric for if miss. Oh, wow. Do you know what Snokemon's inside? What do you mean? I thought it's just a snowball that I can chew on forever because it doesn't melt. No, silly. If you squeeze it just right, the snowball turns into a Snokemon. And then I get to chew on that? Snokemons can be powerful warriors, especially when they evolve. I could chew on a powerful warrior, sure. Show me how to press the button. You have to have a human hand so you can squeeze all five sides of the snowball like this. Oh, I see. 
So you're the one who pressed the snorkel ball and make the hugger bee come out. Why well, I that hasn't happened yet, so how how are you describing it? And that's when Zack, not Fred the dog, pressed the snorkel ball and it turned into a hugger bee and then Zizi came up and was like, Now I can use my wand to help it evolve into a hagoda. A giant hugging dragon that'll hug the whole school. <laughs> then it evolved into a big dragon that hugged the whole school. The end. And that's how it happened. So you see how it's just not my fault at all. Uh, I don't know, your story is really short, kind of one-sided. No, that's not how it went at all. Abacus P. Grumbler. Alabaster Zero. Why aren't we ever in stories together? I think it's because Mr. Eric mixes our names up too often. Well, that's just too bad, Alabaster, because I think we'd make a great team. Oh, you've got that right, Abacus. Uh, he's doing it again, you see. Now, uh, and so Abacus, the professor, <laughs> who's in the school with Fred, uh, he that, that he started telling his version of the story. I was hosting the fourth annual If Miss Observatorium party when Fred the dog rolled in like he owned the place. Oh, hi, yeah, it's me, uh, Fred the dog. I don't know if you heard of me. I, I'm president of What If World. So, like, is there, like, a VIP area where I can chew my snorkel ball in peace? And then two of my trickier students, Zack and Zizi, ran up to Fred the dog like the little sycophants that they are. Oh, Fred, I'm your biggest fan. No, I'm your biggest fan. Let me show you how to use that snowkey ball to summon a cute little... Huggerbee. What did you say? Oh, you got a Huggerbee. They're really rare. It's basically the cutest thing in the whole interwat right now. Doi, look, it's got those big green ears and those even bigger eyes. Oh, and those little snowy white robes. Huggerbee. Oh, that's good. Why did hugging me? That's like its power. It's good. Hugs are its power. Hugabi. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't actually give you permission to hug me. Hugabi. That's boring. Let me turn it into an even bigger hagoda that can hug the whole school at the same time. Sure, whatever. I don't care about the ramifications of my actions. Just go nuts. And that's how Fred the dog, with help from that mischievous brother-sister duo, ruins my holiday party. Uh-uh. That's not the whole story. Zack and Zizi had pushed aside Abacus P. Grumbler and Fred the dog. And now they were talking out of a little window that peeked out of a little gap where the giant snowkey dragon had curled itself around the entire observatorium in a hug that just kept getting tighter. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Another flashback, yay! I, I don't really think we have time for another flashback. Yes, the hugs from this giant dragon are damaging the structural integrity of the school. But our version's really good. Yeah, because it's really true. And as the giant dragon made out of green snow with big floppy ears squeezed itself tighter around the observatorium in a never-ending hug of doom, Zack and ZZ started telling their flashback. Greetings, everyone. I'm Promessy Calculator P. Grumpy Pants, and this is the fourth annual something or other. I don't know who pays attention to these things. Oh, hey, Zack and ZZ. Can I chaperone this party? I don't get enough attention as president, so I figured I could come here and mess up your night. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we just sort of wanted to have a nice, quiet holiday party for a change. Well, if you let me chaperone, you can play with my snowball. Oh, well, I'm very young, and I don't really know better. So, okay. Uh-oh. I accidentally activated the snowkey ball. It's just a cute little Huggabee, though. Children, beware! That Huggabee is the cutest thing on the interwatch right now, and everyone's going to want to hug it. Huggabee. Oh no, I want a bigger hug than this. Huggabee? Well, in theory, it could give a bigger hug. If ZZ were to cast a spell on it to evolve it into a hugoda. A giant hug dragon? Isn't that irresponsible? Yeah, wouldn't it hug the whole school? Even if the school didn't want a hug? I don't care. As president of What If World, I command you, ZZ, to make this into a giant, cute, cuddly old dragon that hugs us forever. Well, if you say so. Oh, Fred and Abacus, how dare you trick these kids in- No, you're not pressing the button again. I am pressing the button. I think you're holding the bullhorn backwards? I am not holding the- um. I was holding the bullhorn backwards. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now that the school is half collapsed, do you think you can, like, do something to save us all from this giant floppy green-eared old dragon that's hugging the whole school to squish it? Agoda, you gotta be a good snowkemon and turn back into a snowkeball. Yes, you cannot hug people without their permission. Maybe give them a, a high five or, or, or a fist bump. Or just a friendly wave. Maybe they don't like being touched at all. Hug order. No, no, I, I really don't think we have time for another flashback. No, it's okay. We should hear Hagoda's version of the story. It's only fair. Oh, but my school is still getting squished. Maybe if Hagoda stopped hugging us first and then... All right, whatever. Hagoda, Hagoda, Hagoda. Oh, the Hagoda. Hagoda, the Hagoda. Hagoda, hug. Hagoda. Oh, da, 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 haga. Hagoda. Hagoda. Oh, da, ha. Hagoda, go, haga. Da, ha, go. Da, 
hug. Well, that was pointless. Hagoda only speaks like three syllables. Yeah, that was baloney. Hagoda's trying to blame us for not saying that we didn't want a hug. Yeah, Hagoda, it's on you to ask permission for a hug, and it's not on us to give it. Hagoda. And the giant snowy green and white dragon unfurled itself, letting go of the observatorium and all the over-hugged individuals inside. Hagoda. We accept your apology, as long as you remember to ask for a hug next time. Wait, you children actually understood that? They say it takes the mind of a child to understand the language of nature. <laughs> That was beautiful. The snow dragon apologized for crashing the party and learned a valuable lesson about boundaries and asking permission. Alabaster, you understood that? Makes total sense to me. <laughs> well, hey, there's still an hour 45 minutes left of this party because really that sort of happened right away. And in the future, I won't complain about famous chaperones. And I won't bring toys to parties. And I won't turn those toys into magical hug monsters. Oh, that was just normal what-if-world hijinks. The real lesson is that you don't ever owe someone a hug. Yes, a hug is a shared expression of joy. And if one person doesn't feel like a hug, or a high-five, or even a fist bump, you gotta respect those feelings, or you're going straight to the slammer. Maybe not straight to the slammer, but it sure might not help you make friends. Howdy, Pooch, Fairylise, Alabaster... Why are you three here? Well, it's our If Miss Dance Party. And I think we could use a few more chaperones. Oh, fine. I suppose I have to rebuild the school again anyway. <laughs> ah, Gorda. Oh, I'll have a hug. Oh, no thanks. I want to go dance. Oh, are we group hugging? Well, you can, but I'll just stay over here. Oh, I want a hug. Can I get a hug later? After I've rebuilt the school? You gotta press the button, Alabama. It's Abacus, your alabaster. Then how'd you end up with my mega horn? I don't know. The end. All right, Rhea, Sean, and William, I hope you enjoyed your story. You can subscribe to What If World on the Himalaya app or wherever you listen. Folks, if you want a better chance to get your questions answered, as well as a shout-out on the show, early access to ad-free episodes, and all kinds of other rewards, check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know it's okay to say no thanks to a hug. There are a million ways to say hello, goodbye, thank you, I love you, so find what's comfortable for you. And until we meet again, keep wondering. friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.